Chef Podcast, where we learn from the best about the business side of the food service industry. You make food, then let us help you make money too. Want to connect with us? Check us out at Make Food Make Money on Instagram or Facebook, or email us, info at businesschef.org. Welcome back to the Business Chef Podcast, and thank you for joining us again today and every time. I love food waste, and when I say I love food waste, I really don't. Nobody does. Let's be honest. But how do we how do we tackle such a huge issue where, man? We, are, we throw so much food away, and we are so wasteful, especially in this country. But, you know, you got to do something about it. And how do we do something about it? Well, what I've found is if we want to learn how to do something about it, we got to go to the experts. we got to go to people who are doing something, or maybe have a system for it. And I think we found somebody who knows a little bit about food waste. You may have seen the movies. You may have heard about it on the news or or in other places, but we definitely have an issue. And to tackle that issue is my good friend, Mr. Andrew Shackman. So I began working on food waste in 2004, which was 15 years ago. And I never imagined that my career would take me to this place because I began Uh, really in a very different place. I started working in theater and film and uh, the early internet and found myself working with food companies to communicate via the internet and that's where food and technology first came together for me. And then through a series of factors that were uh, not expected, uh, I found myself working on a uh, food waste prevention technology solution in 2004. All right, so... (laughs) <laughs> there's a there's a little bit of a difference, I guess, from what you were doing before to what you're doing now. Obviously, going from kind of the uh, the theater and performing arts side of things into into food is a little bit of a jump. So, how did that how did that work? How did that come about? So, I, first of all, I've always enjoyed food, so that's I guess a common point we most people share. But I I had found early in my career that I was working with these food companies on consumer marketing, so. People like Nestle and Quaker Oats and Dole Food Company and some terrific beverage brands like Molson in Canada. And it was just so much fun to be working uh, around food, which was such an important thing and so emotionally resonant for people. So I I was primed for it. And what ended up happening was we started, I was looking for uh, the next thing I was going to do after the internet 1.0 bubble had begun to burst. And I was... I was looking to do something that was a product that would be uh, something that endured uh, and wouldn't just disappear immediately. I wanted it to be resilient through difficult economic cycles. I wanted it to make a difference. I wanted it to solve a real toothache for someone. And just by some amount of luck, I discovered food waste. And at the time, menu prices were growing at a slower rate than wholesale food prices. And the middle of the P&L was getting squeezed for operators. And I thought that this was a really great opportunity to help people. And I also came to realize that kitchens were really factories, but none of the management science that worked in factories had been deployed in kitchens. And by that, I mean 
things like Lean and Six Sigma that had helped manufacturers become really efficient, we weren't seeing those things in kitchens. And so I looked at that and said, what's that really about? And it was about measurement. The things that we measured, we improved. And the things that we measured, we managed. And so the real question was, how could we, what could we do? Would it be possible for us to find a way to measure food waste in a really efficient and easy way in a kitchen? And that's what set us off on the journey with LeanPath to create the first automated food waste measurement tools. Very, very cool stuff, man. Love it. Love it. I love it. I love it. So let's take a step back and talk about food waste in general. Uh, Cause I, I think the people know there's a problem, but I don't know. I don't know that everybody knows the depth of the problem or, or how far reaching it is or to what scale um, we actually waste food. So talk a little bit about the actual problem and maybe some numbers. Food waste is a huge problem. It's, uh, it's, it's a problem that's so big, it's really difficult to fully quantify it because you can't quite grasp the full scope of it. It's global. It's a third of the food we produce uh, becoming lost or wasted. And it is consuming massive resources. Uh, when you look at water, 25% of the fresh water in the U.S. is going into producing food that we waste. And you look at greenhouse gas emissions, 7 to 8% of the greenhouse gas emissions in the world are coming from processes associated with creating food that we waste. And these are massive impacts. And as you start to look at this problem, you realize that we are hurting our climate, our soil health. We are losing a tremendous amount of money. We are pouring in energy. Uh, we're pouring in uh, fossil fuel-based, petroleum-based farm inputs like fertilizers and pesticides and herbicide. And we're putting all of this into a product that we then don't use. And it's a massive impact on our world and it's a huge loss. And it's even made more dramatically uh, painful by the fact that so many people in the world are food insecure. And we're throwing away this uh, wonderful, uh, terrific uh, thing. And some people can't get enough of it. So it's a social problem. It's an environmental problem. It's a financial problem. But overall, I think we just all know it's the wrong thing to do to throw away food. And so we've got to work on this problem. And when we do, we find that food waste is a nexus issue. It's one of those things that when you start working on it, it's like pushing one button and lighting up 20 different lights. You're working on climate and food security and water and resource efficiency and soil health and land use and so many things because if we can make our food system more efficient then we take a massive impact on our planet and and reduce it well so here we are in 2019 and there's now documentaries there's uh definitely more of an awareness out there of, of food waste and what you know, some of the magnitude of, of what is being wasted. You've been around since 2004. Uh, your company's been around since 2004. So I can imagine you've had a little bit of an uphill battle because once the documentaries and things come out, obviously there's been an issue for a while. But, um, you know, talk about your journey with this because obviously, I mean, if are we doing better or worse? Are we, where are we at now as compared to when you started? When we started working on food waste in 2004, it was not on the agenda for most food service operators and chefs. It was a background thought. I mean, many chefs had been trained, of course, that food waste was not a good thing and that they were responsible for minimizing it. 
but it was not something that was being talked about broadly across the kitchen or across society. And that has changed dramatically, as, uh, as you'll see if you walk into any kitchen now, food waste is on the agenda and people are paying attention to it. And it's getting its due because it's such a big problem, but also because it's very actionable. And when we work on food waste, we have the ability to save a lot of money. And at a time when minimum wages have risen a tremendous amount, there's a lot of pressure on margins. And uh, one of the only ways that we can maintain our margins in food food services to reduce waste so that we can counteract some of those other things that are going up. And so that's, you know, that's why people are focusing on it in addition to the social and environmental situation. And in terms of how it's changed since we started, uh, at the beginning, there was very little consciousness of the issue. Today, there's tremendous consciousness. We'd like to believe that we play a small role in helping to catalyze that discussion, particularly within food service and hospitality by pointing out the linkages between this issue and so many other critical priorities in the operation. And I see now that uh, food waste is on the agenda. People are discussing it and talking about it. And uh, it is an actively managed problem across the industry in a way that it wasn't. That said, there's still a big problem. And even though it's getting a lot of attention, we have not yet begun to even uh, uh, approach anywhere near our, our opportunity for food waste prevention. It's, this is, we're at the very beginning of a long process at engineering this waste out of the system. So obviously recognizing there's a problem and recognizing, you know, differences can be made. Talk about Lean Path. you know, fill us in on some of the things that you've done and people you've worked with and, and you know, some of the successes that you've had in really, really helping to solve this, this global issue. At LeanPath, we've, we've contributed to uh, the food waste prevention problem, uh, we think pretty tangibly, about 40 million pounds of food waste prevented in the last five years. And we're reducing uh, one pound of food waste every two seconds, just under every two seconds. So we know we've made an impact and uh, we're really, really energized by that. And uh, we're, uh, even though there's a lot more to do, it's, uh, it's great to be, to be having that kind of traction. Leanpath as a company is focused on food waste prevention. We are a technology company at the core that makes systems to measure wasted food. We recognize that the things we, we measure, we manage, and the things we measure improve. And we simply needed to put uh, tools into kitchens to make that measurement easy and feasible, and then to turn that data that was being collected into actionable intelligence and to help people actually change culture and focus behavior in order to reduce food waste. And we work now with companies all over the world. Uh, approximately 35 countries have our solution uh, installed at least somewhere. And we work with usually high volume food service and hospitality operators. So these would be colleges, hospitals, corporate dining facilities, sports arenas, senior living, hotels, casinos, military bases, cultural attractions. And what they all have in common is that they prepare food in advance of service, and they don't know how many people are going to eat and what they're going to choose to order. So unlike a cook-to-order restaurant where you have the ability to uh, make food after you've received the order, most of our clients don't have that time advantage. So they have to forecast and try to hit the mark as closely as possible. And unfortunately, what happens is they 
uh, they end up with a lot of overproduction. So we find ourselves working to help organizations reduce waste with one of the major levers being reducing that overproduction. And we work with organizations that are uh, global in nature. So in many cases, we're building complete food waste prevention platforms and programs that cross borders and segments. And then we're also working all the way down right into each operation. And that's some of the work that's the most energizing for us, where we're helping initially train people in how to track food waste, how to use the data, how to learn from that, how to drive change. We have coaches that help uh, our, our clients understand their data and implement those changes and understand the, the performance improvements by doing analysis. So we really provide a complete ecosystem for food waste prevention from measurement through analytics, through uh, coaching and training to ensure that people are getting really strong outcomes. And one of the things that we're most excited about is the fact that we're able to help frontline food service teams become the global change makers on food waste. And most people, when they come to work, don't realize that the fate of the world rests in their hands in one measure, and that is in controlling food waste. And folks at the front, front line in food have the ability to make change that will have lasting impact. And so one of our greatest um, opportunities and the things we take the greatest satisfaction in is being able to help people see that and understand it. And uh, there's tremendous pride for them to, uh, to find in doing that work. Okay, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play devil's advocate here for a second because I know there's people out there that are listening that are like, well, this is great, but I'm not a big contract feeding company or you know I don't I don't have some of the challenges that he's talking about and I don't have any food waste we don't waste anything <laughs> I'm sure you've heard that before so what do you what do you say to those people or what do you do in those situations when uh, when that happens so Sean we have definitely encountered uh, folks who tell us they don't have waste and it is um, it's interesting. When, I, when it first happened, I, early in our, our history doing this work, I accepted it as fact. And I thought, wow, these folks are doing a good job. They told me they don't have any waste. I'd say congratulations, and I'd walk out of the room. And, of course, I learned over time that that was not the right answer, that uh, what I really needed to do was engage around the question, and, and this is what I would say to anyone who thinks they don't have any waste. I would say, let's walk around the kitchen and let's look in each bin and let's see what's in there. And what you typically find is that there is food waste in those bins. And usually there's a story that goes with each item about why it isn't waste. Well, that's trimmings we had to throw away. Well, that was spoiled. We had to throw it away. Well, you know. That came in from the purveyor and was damaged, so you know we, we, we couldn't use it. Uh, I dropped that on the floor, right? There's always, and what we find is that people tend to reclassify things that are waste as some sort of excusable loss. And we're not here to tell anyone that they've done a bad job. We just want to raise consciousness that it is indeed all waste, and it's pretty actionable. And so looking in the bins begins that conversation. The other thing that I sometimes will do now if someone tells me they don't have any food waste is I'll say, or, or they'll tell me they're doing very well with it and have very little, which is, which is another version of the same message. I'll sometimes ask and say, hey, great, tell me just how much waste do you have? And it's rare that anyone has an actual data point to share, which I think just helps them reflect on the fact that 
maybe they don't know as much about it as they think they do, and that the anecdote may not be the reality. So, so step one is just to recognize food waste is a challenge in every kitchen. There's room for everyone to improve, no matter how efficient you are at the start. There's always room to be better. Uh, how much ground you can cover will depend on the initial starting condition, but there's always room for, for incremental improvement. We often talk to chefs about how we know that they've already uh, worked on this issue. And we, we know that, that, that chefs have, have thought about this from culinary school forward. And even though it may not have been a conversation across their kitchen, in their minds, they've been aware of it. And they've probably saved the dollar bills and maybe the quarters. Uh, and our job is to help them focus in on the dimes and the nickels and the pennies that may be slipping through and address those. So there is an opportunity for pretty much every food service and hospitality operation, every culinarian to reduce waste. Uh, if you have less overproduction, your opportunity will be lower, but you're still going to have a chance to do better, and you just need to focus on it. Well, I mean, truth be told, I think I'm probably in that boat where I'm one of those people who's like, you know, I'm probably okay. I don't think... Uh, you know, I've I've been a lot of places. I've seen a lot of things, and and comparatively speaking, I do I do a mighty fine job compared to some of the things I've seen out there. Now, there's kind of a low bar, so that's not really saying much. But at the same time, you know, I I don't think there's anything wrong with getting a fresh set of eyes and a different perspective. Now, granted, that probably comes with the territory of that I'm in, but uh, anyway, I. I welcome feedback. I want to improve, and I think most people do. But anyway, just for fun, talk about some of the people because I know a lot of us out there put clout in. You know, what are the what are the biggest and the brightest doing? What are what are my friends and neighbors doing? What are what are people that are running great operations doing? Talk about some of the people you're working with. Great, and Sean, I'll answer that. Do you mind if I quickly respond though, just to your last thought for a moment? Um, Absolutely. Okay. So I, I love that you mentioned that you're one of the chefs that's doing a great job. And, uh, and I, I'm not in any way thinking that there aren't people out there who are excelling at this because I think there are. And it's interesting because one of the things we know is that as a culinarian, right, you can't be everywhere. You don't have eyes in the back of your head. You might feel like you're at work 24 hours a day, but you can't really be there 24 hours a day. And so one of the things that happens when you start measuring is you start to get that complete visibility on what's going on in the, on the edge of your operation when you're not looking. I think the other thing that happens is that sometimes just bringing in a third party to talk to your team about something helps to communicate an idea that you may already be communicating, but it just, to your point, reinforces it, helps to build the culture around that. So there's uh, an opportunity, I think, for most culinarians uh, really no matter where they are on that spectrum, uh, to, uh, to make food waste, uh, you know, something that is, is, is actually a contributor to their kitchen culture, uh, where people feel excited and good about the work that's happening there. And, and if you get it all right and you measure it and you can prove it, then that's awesome too, right? Because then you can really show, look, we did it. Here's what we're doing. And here we are benchmarking against other people. And you know, even if you're already there and you can prove it, that's a pretty exciting place to be because you, you you know you've got it under control. To your second question, LeanPath works with a, a wide range of clients around the world. Um, they, are, they are often colleges and hospitals and corporate dining facilities, 
as I mentioned earlier. Some of our clients are people like Google, Sodexo, Aramark, Ikea. We work with them in, uh, in operations that uh, they're quite different. In the case of Ikea, you've got uh, restaurants inside the Ikea stores that range from quick serve to more cafe style. And inside Google, you have corporate dining facilities all around the world that are um, that have different concepts and approaches. And within the large contract management organizations, you have uh, you have uh, operations that each have their own personality. So we've had a chance to see a very very wide range of operating types, uh, and for the most part, uh, they well there may be many differences. Uh, they all share the reality that food waste is an opportunity for So if I'm an operator out there and I'm listening to this and I think, man, maybe there's something to this. I got to look into it. What is the best way? What's the best way to do that? John, we'd be delighted if people want to learn more. It's, um, it, it, it's a really easy thing to do. And so what we would recommend people do is, is simply come to leanpath.com and Spend a couple minutes learning about what we do. There are videos. You can see some case studies. I think there's nothing that's more valuable than actually hearing from uh, peers who are doing something, what they've done, and how it's worked for them. And we've got videos of that, and even some longer form webinars that people can listen to, which have been recorded, uh, showing um, uh, some of our client partners and their experiences. So I would start by saying visit our website and uh, get the overview of what we're doing. And then simply uh, get in touch via our website or send us an email directly. And we would be delighted to talk more, to understand your operation and uh, be able to uh, recommend the way we would approach it based on what we know about our solution and, and, and what you share with us about your goals and your operation. So it's really easy. It does not take a lot to implement. The training is very simple. And, and, and the ROI is great. So we would, uh, we would welcome, uh, of course, uh, any any of that interesting? Even if for some reason uh, you don't think that you're likely to be able to deploy a solution like LeanPath, that's fine. We're we're passionate about food waste, and we want the opportunity to speak to people. and uh, And if we know some things about food waste that are helpful to you, and we can share those with you, uh, we're happy to do that. So, just as a parting piece of guidance, what is something that we can do? to improve our food waste in our operations? So, of course, I think the very first thing that you can do to reduce and prevent food waste is to measure it. You don't need uh, to start that with LeanPath. You could start that simply with, uh, with a piece of paper and a pencil, uh, and you could start to document that. And I think that will immediately raise awareness and enable you to make changes. The next thing is to look at how much you are overproducing and start to adjust the, uh, the amounts. And you know that you're creating a safety margin so that you don't run out. Try reducing that margin a little bit and uh, see if you have any problem getting through service. Uh, consider things like moving to cook to order on some items as you get later into a meal period rather than putting out a pan of something because you uh, may not need all that pan. And in fact, the cooked order product will probably be a really awesome experience for your guests. And uh, that's a win in, in both 
directions. And pay attention to how much you're putting into hot holding. Are you backing up too much product beforehand? If you're backing up product to have a variety, maybe you can back up in a different way where you have reduced variety late in the meal period. Uh, look for ways to shut down uh, half of a salad bar if you don't need all of it. All of those are things that are they're common sense, but the reality is in the hustle and bustle of running our business, we don't always think about them. And uh, so those are all things people can be doing. Great stuff. Oh man, great stuff. Andrew, you're a rock star. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for being so giving of your time and your talents and the information that you've, you've uh, imparted to us. And uh, we look forward to possibly catching up with you in the future. Thank you. Thank you, Sean. I'm excited to be here. And uh, thanks to the listeners for uh, spending the time to talk about food waste today. Facebook or email us info at businesschef.org.